it is a Monday broadcast on this Tubaav at JM in the AM, and we're at the Inbal Hotel overlooking the Holy City. Shimmy Stein is here, everybody. Yes, Shimmy Stein has stopped by to say hello and sends best regards to everybody at the Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi, uh, where his heart still is, even if he moved, where, to Bergen County? He's in Bergenfield, New Jersey. The Ginsburg family. Is that happy birthday, too? The Sari Willig. And the Ginsburgs are here from the five towns, I believe, right? And I'm going to give a special shout-out to Dr. Ari Ginsburg and his family. And we have other special guests who are here as well. I mentioned Dr. Rich Roberts just landed in Israel. He's one of those people that didn't cancel a trip. He's one of those people that scheduled a trip when it came to expressing solidarity with brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. He's here with his wife, Devora. He's here with his daughter, Rivka. I'm told that Bracha and Shaya have already started exploring the Holy Land. Uh, so they're also here um, getting the run of the country. And uh, Dr. Rich Roberts, I say welcome back to JM in the AM. Good to be back in the saddle with you, uh, Nachum. I appreciate that. You'll recall uh, the couple of visits you made to Jersey City. We had an opportunity the first time to discuss your uh, incredible uh, medication for gout, which people still use to uh, to their benefit, right? That was uh, Yes. That was your first visit. And then the second visit, we had an opportunity to talk politics and some of the different things that you wanted to pursue, the agenda that you felt the country needed, the country in this case meaning the United States, and some of the government officials that you've had the opportunity to uh, work with over the last few months. And uh, we could discuss all of that again, but today issue number one is Israel. Uh, I see you're hobbling a bit, twisted or sprained or broke something, I assume. But we're not talking about my uh, mental status. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I meant hobbling, I meant literally. <laughs> <laughs> talking about my ankle. Yes, on uh, Shabbos morning, Sabbath morning, I was walking down the steps, getting dressed. You know, my eyes were half open. Got my socks in one hand, my tie in the other, and uh, there were two steps when I left when I thought there was only one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so a little mishap. And some people might say, all right, I got to cancel the trip. I can't go on crutches. But you said, no, we're still going to Israel. Well, it was, al- it, it was almost that, only the opposite. Uh, you know, when um, Rev Chaim Velazhenar wanted to start the yeshiva movement, and he went to the Vilna Gon, and the Vilna Gon says, no, you can't do it. The next year, Rav Chaim Velazhenar came back and, and told the Vilna Gon all of the obstacles that were being put in his way. Then the Vilna, Vilna Gon said, go for it, start the yeshiva movement. Because the uh, the way the Yetzirah, the way the evil inclination or the forces that try to try to work against us and doing things to change the world for the better, the way they work is when they see something is really meaningful, uh, that's when they really will uh, will crank up the opposition. So um, yeah, uh, twisting my ankle, having it swelled up, and being on crutches just made me doubly certain that we should be here. There you go. And the Yetzirah sometimes is. Uh is dressed up as the media, as brainwashing, as telling people that it's very dangerous here, that you shouldn't come and show solidarity. Thank God people like you are able to overcome that and arrive in Israel nonetheless. Uh, Dr. Rich Roberts is here. Um, So aside from being here with your family, you want to do some things, some concrete things, to show solidarity with Israel. I know that you're planning on making some visits today that will be a meaningful both for your family and for the people you're visiting. Yes, I mean our our primary objective was just to come come here to Israel, where tourism is a little, is a little light now because of the um, the conflict that's been going on, and to uh, you know, I remember a rabbi from Eshat Torah, uh, I forget his name, said you know said a lot of American Jews believe that Israel uh, should it should not give up one inch of land up to the very last drop of Israeli blood. Uh, they sit in the, in, 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 uh, in America and espouse these views. And, you know, if you, uh, 
if you really feel that you're a part of it and you're really willing to sacrifice for it, and, and, and also, what are we talking about, right? Iron Dome has caught almost every single missile of, or, or rocket of any significance. Um, the, the country is is safer than most places that we live in in the United States. So it's more of a perceptive perce- perception of risk than there is real risk. Um, so I wanted to be here with my family and support the, the country and um, we're going to go to Sidero tomorrow, which is right on the border, right on the Gaza border. And if uh, if they shoot a rocket over at me, I'll just grab it before it hits the ground and I'll throw it back. Quite a strategy you have, I must say. Uh, Dr. Rich <laughs> Roberts is here. Uh, so call out Kavod. Can thank I say you. one thing, though? I'm Certainly. sorry. That, that I'm getting older now, so not as strong as I was. I might need two hands to throw the rocket back instead of one. All right. Still a very interesting strategy. <laughs> uh, Dr. Roberts is here with his family, encouraging everybody, if you have a trip planned, keep it on the calendar. If you don't have one planned, get one planned ASAP. Now, we always talk about... In the political sense, uh, the amazing support that Israel has in Congress. Um, I don't want to say, maybe I, maybe I would say uh, uh, questionable support from the White House. Obviously, the White House gets credit for uh, funding of Iron Dome, many other things. But there is a little bit of friction sometimes in the White House and Jerusalem. You have a unique perspective because you know members of Congress. You know members who are in the United States Senate. You know members who are in the United States House of representatives, what is your feeling about Amer- American government officials that you've met and their attitude toward Israel? Um, <laughs> Israel has done a magnificent job this time in all the conf- in all the conflicts I've ever seen Israel involved in. Israel has done by far the best job this time in communicating the facts out to the world in ways that uh, that educate um, our friends and our foes and and all the people in between. Um, you know, as, as bad as some of the ridiculous anti-Semitic or unreasonable um, positions have been by people in the UN or certain protesters that are against our position, uh, in fact, the facts are overwhelmingly uh, supportive of the conclusions that Israel has acted in the most humane fashion, whereas Hamas has acted in the most inhumane fashion, and that Israel has tried to make compromises and Hamas is strictly devoted, uh, strictly to the, the, the killing of every Jew everywhere in the world. Um, and even the, the most, even, except for the most crazy, irrational, uh, die-hard anti-Semites, um, even in the United Nations, you'll see now, positions softening as they, as ceasefires go into place, both sides agree to it, and Hamas uses the ceasefire as an opportunity to launch a suicide attack on three Israeli soldiers and try to kidnap one of them back uh, into Gaza as a hostage. Um, and, and, you know, Secretary, Secretary of State Kerry um, needed an education in that regard, and he has certainly now gotten that education. Whether whether he'll stick with that with that education of seeing really so clearly who's right and who's wrong here, who's civilized and who's uncivilized, or whether he's simply going to fall back onto his onto his leftist ideology, that that I, I can't tell you. But he's certainly been given pause. Uh, so should I talk about individual politicians? Well, I was going to ask. We, we know that you're, you're very close to Senator Rand Paul. Uh, you know many other members of the United States Senate and the United States House of Representatives. Would you consider these people good, reliable friends? I know a lot of people in the political realm, so I would generally go one by one. Uh, so Senator Rand Paul, yeah, I had lunch with him for about an hour and a half uh, two Wednesdays ago, was it, no, I think it was, what is, it was last Wednesday in Washington. Um, and he, it, he said that he's co-sponsoring, 
the additional $225 million of aid, uh, in addition to the uh, $351 million or so that's in the fiscal 2015 budget uh, for foreign aid for Israel for right. Iron Dome development. Right. Now, the th- the, th- that, that measure would pass with or without him, would overwhelmingly pass with or without him. But um, I find Rand, I've always found Rand Paul to be a person who is strictly committed to his principles. And if this was not consistent with his principles, he wouldn't um, co-sponsor such a bill. So that, that, I think, is a very positive sign. <laughs> I'll tell you another um, little, little story about that meeting. We were in a period called the three weeks when I had that luncheon with him. And in three weeks, as Orthodox Jews, we don't, uh, we're in a period of mourning because of the loss of the, of the first and second whole, uh, <clears throat> I think we just got cut off. Check that. I think, I think we're on. Yeah, we're okay. on. Go ahead. Uh, the first and second, uh, holy temples in Jerusalem were right. destroyed. Uh, one around, uh, the, about 340 BCE and the other one around 70 AD. Um, so, I go, I had gotten from, I received from a rabbi, uh, who is a Jewish law expert, a rabbinical dispensation to get my hair cut and get, get a shave before the meeting with Rand Paul. Cause I don't want to present, you know, I must always. want to look your best. And for three weeks with no shaving and no, uh, haircut, it's, I look a little unkempt. It's not the impression I would necessarily want to give. But, um, as I thought about it, we got about two days before the meeting. I said, you know what? Let him know, let him see that about six to seven hundred years before Muhammad was ever born, let alone the, the, let alone the Islamic religion was ever created, but about six hundred years before he was ever born, we started mourning the loss of our second temple. And still do it today. And still do it today. Excellent. So I, that's what I did. And in that little luncheon I had with Rand, I have a picture of him holding a book from, by a rabbi in Lakewood, Rav Shimon Eider, on the Jewish laws of the three weeks. And I also brought two coins along that I have. One is a coin where the Jewish rebellion of Bar Kokhba, which I think was around the year 130 or so, they would take Roman coins and they would stamp on the Roman coins uh, their Jewish symbols right. as a rebellion. One of the coins shows a picture of the Second Holy Temple. You know, you look on coins, you have pictures of things there. And it was a crude coinage. They, they used crude coinage technology in those days. But you, but you see that, you know, the columns of the, and, and the, the roof of the, of the uh, second temple on the coin. And inside is the Arn Kodesh, the Holy Ark. And I pointed out to Rand Paul, I said, so this is the year, around the year one, you know, 130, which is again 500 years before Muhammad was ever born. And here we are in, this, in, in the land of Israel, and that ark you see is from the raiders of the lost ark. That's the ark. <laughs> the second coin. <laughs> right. then, and then there's, I flipped over the coin, and, and we have uh, symbols from our holiday of Sukkot there, right. and I explained to them all about that. Then the second coin is a Roman coin, and it, it has in the front of it a, a picture of Vespasian. Vespasian was the Roman general who started the second, you know, the siege leading to the destruction of the temple uh, the second time around the year, you know, you know the end of the year 70, yeah. And halfway through the siege, um, Vespasian was called back to Rome to become Caesar, and Vespasian's son, Titus, or Titus, took over as the general and finished the destruction of the temple. Um, so 
there's a great picture of Vespasian there, and it says in Latin, but a lot of those letters are similar to English letters, and it says Vespasian is Caesar. And on the back side of the coin, which I showed Rand Paul, with my beard that I'm in mourning for the destruction of the temple and with a book on the laws of our, of our mourning for the destruction of the temple 600 years before Muhammad was ever born, on the back of it, when someone dies in the Jewish religion, we sit shiva. We have a period of shiva where the mourners do not sit on regular chairs. They sit on chairs very low to the mm-hmm. ground or on the ground. And there on the other other side of the coin is a Jewish a person sitting on the ground in Shiva, the Roman soldier over over him or her. So it, I thought it was it helped to, uh, in a very concrete way, show him, show Senator Paul our connections. I'm not a big fan of your rocket strategy. I'm a very big fan of your three week strategy. I think that was extremely <laughs> effective. Finally, I was joking about one. I'm serious about the other. <laughs> I'll let you try to figure out which one. Yeah. Thank God I got it. Uh, finally, Dr. Roberts, um, you're going to see soldiers today. Uh, you mentioned that uh, uh, either today during your trip or in Stay Road tomorrow, you're going to see Israeli soldiers. And, you know, people like myself go over to soldiers, say thank you, and sometimes don't know what else to say. Is there anything magnanimous that comes to mind, a message that you might give to the Israeli soldiers after traveling 6,000 miles to see them? So I'll tell you this. I have to correct something on what you said. I'm not sure if I'm seeing soldiers or not. Uh, because I have political connections, I could get in to see soldiers. But I'm not interested in doing something that makes myself feel good for a political you know, gain. Or right, for, but as you for, walk the streets tourist. of Stay Road, you might so, see some. Huh? Yeah, so, yeah. If, right. if, so we're going to try to determine if our going in and visiting soldiers is helpful and wanted by the soldiers, then that's fine. But if right. I am, if we are in any way... Because we're tourists, we're going to be getting in the way of their military efforts or their medical recovery efforts. I'm, I'm not here to serve me. I'm here to serve them. Understood. But the message would be, if you would see them. Would be thank you. Would be thank you. You're no different than me or any other Jew alive today or any other Jew that's been alive in, in all of history. You're on the front line. It was you today. It could have been us tomorrow or, or, or yesterday. Um, and in any country, in any era, um, and they represent the, the best of those who are willing to sacrifice themselves or risk themselves to to save the Jewish people. You're in a building where they're very concerned about North American tourism right now. You can imagine the Inbal Hotel and every other hotel in this country. So on behalf of everybody here to you and your family, I say thank you. Thank you for making the trip. And I'm sure it will encourage other people from our area of the United States to come to Israel in the next few weeks. I hope they will. It's it's uh, not that crowded and beautiful and sunny and dry, and it's a great time to come. It is beautiful here. Thank you, Dr. Roberts. Thanks. We'll see you. Great seeing you. And nice reuniting in the holy city of Jerusalem. More coming up. This is... A Monday morning Tuba Av broadcast at JM in the AM.